developmental optometrist, award-winning author, and international speaker, Dr. Lynn Hellerstein holds powerful and inspiring conversations with her guests on Vision Beyond Sight in areas of healthcare, wellness, education, sports, and psychology. They share their inspirational stories of healing and life transformation through their vision expansion. Billions of people have vision problems, and vision is more than 2020. Vision Beyond Sight will help you see with clarity and gain courage and confidence. Your vision does not define you. You define your vision. With Dr. Lin's new way to look at your life through a new lens, you will be ready to meet yourself and receive visualizations for miracles to come. Welcome to Vision Beyond Sight. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Lynn, and welcome to Vision Beyond Sight. Today, visiting with us is my dear friend, Kathy Hawk. Kathy's truly amazing person. We've known each other for a number of years. And today, we're going to talk about lights on vision, how to recognize your passion and use energy to guide your choices as you create your future. But before we get started, let's just learn a little bit about Kathy's adventurous life. Kathy grew up on the East Coast. Her parents raised her to be creative and adventurous. She initially had a successful 28-year career in periodontics, including with an appointment to the Washington State Dental Hygiene Board. But then she decided to have a second career. She was always looking for a way to help others discover the passion that she had experienced. The profession of career coaching was in its infancy at that time, and she was immediately attracted to it and began her studies in that field. Because there were very few tools for coaching in those early years, she was inspired to create a toolkit to help clients find their passion, and she called it Lights On. The toolkit is a method for positive thought which integrates mind, body, and spirit for life and for business. Well, that certainly led Kathy to become a trailblazer in the field of executive coaching. She's written a number of books and gives courses that enlightens thousands of entrepreneurs for the past 30 years. Kathy's husband, Gary, works together to write these books and coach their clients. They have a unique partnership, and I am thrilled that I've been able to take advantage of it personally as well as in my business. So, Kathy, welcome to Vision Beyond Sight. Good morning, Dr. Lynn. Well, it's great to have you here. And let's just like, you know, jump right in and tell us a little bit about what does it mean to be lights on? Well, um, the, the best way to explain it is, um, uh, uh, first of all, we all have ideas of things that we want to create. And I think that everyone has a hidden dream. And sometimes we... Uh, make a choice to, you know, make a big change and get out and live a new and different vision or dream. And when you get lights on, it's when you get a connection between an idea and you embody it. So I know I'm saying those words, but everybody listening would know what that feels like. And that feeling where an idea just ignites a fire within you is what I call lights on. And it's actually a 
you're a doctor, it's also physiologically measurable. Um, <clears throat> but for most of us, we, we just get that amazing feeling. It's like, yes, I call it a body yes. Well, let's talk a little bit more about how thoughts really create actions in our body. I mean, I think most of us know it's it's easier to know negative thoughts and how your body can feel tight and tense. And you can see it from the face, the shoulders, through the entire body. But share a little bit more about how you use this understanding of thoughts creating a reaction in the body. Well, you're right. We feel also negative thoughts. Um, and um, it, it seems to be that there's a predilection, and there have been some, some studies done that there's a, pre, a predilection in our body to um, because of safety, feeling safe, and uh, I'm, I'm going to say having an adrenaline alert, um, that it is uh, more usual to be uh, have that lights off feeling. Uh, than the positive. But in my work, what I decided to do was be really careful about where was I focusing on a coach. And instead of focusing on the things that aren't working or the things that are lights off and drain us, my entire coaching and interview practice, which as as you said, Lynn, you've had an opportunity to experience, it focuses on tire, entirely on what it is that energizes you, that you're passionate about, that you want to do. And your body comes along for the ride with, instead of adrenaline, that begins to um, uh, pump out uh, a, a series of positive neurochemicals like serotonin, like oxytocin. And I would say not quite a direct opposite, but very opposite feeling than uh, when adrenaline floods your system. Right. And I know the first time I met you and you started talking about this, you were demonstrating how you can actually measure the physiological response to some of your thoughts and created your whole system of taking uh, camera pictures of people's uh, face and, and foreheads. You, you want to share some of that research and what you found? Yes, uh, I'd be glad to. What I what I found by, uh, uh, so let me back up a little bit just about how, so when I started coaching and there weren't a lot of tools, so you go back 30 years ago and you think um, back, and that's when I started uh, coaching, mostly coaching was thought of in the field of, um, of sports. And of course, that's, you know, awesome and where, where it lives today. Um, but in terms of personal development, what was, um, what I realized is as I was speaking with people and asking them to talk about the things that they really, really want, wish that they could do, um, what I noticed was a big change in their physiology. And their eyes would light up and their skin color would lighten and their ear to shoulder ratio would change. And they had a sense of presence. And I thought, well, that's not going to do them any good if I can see that. Um, where it will help them for the rest of their life is if they can see it. So I started a technique in, my, uh, in the coaching where before 
the coaching um, experience, I would take a before picture. And then after, when they changed, then I would show them the difference so that they could understand how their body was responding to their thoughts. And, and, that, and that technique, geez, I've filmed, oh my gosh, now thousands of people. And it, it's just remarkable to see the difference when people light up. And I know everybody listening knows what that is, that wonderful feeling of like, yes, that, wow, that, that really energizes me. And the astounding thing, I know when I first saw those pictures, was sometimes it looked like there was a light coming out of the third eye. I mean, like the forehead really was radiant. <clears throat> In addition to, you know, the eyes look different, the face looked different. But the whole lighting of the face often would show a difference. And to compare, especially the facial features before, you would work with them. And then once the person found what was really passionate for them, and then the after picture, picture uh, you don't believe it unless you see it, really. And I encourage people, how can they actually see some of your sample pictures to uh, let them know and, and really review some of the physiological changes that can happen? Well, definitely on our website. So um, <clears throat> at the end, too, we can give them a link to that. Um, that's a, a, a great place to see some of the changes. And what I would say is that the, the most important thing for people who are listening is to know that our the way we light up and our third eye light is a, a guidance system. So it's very much... Like the, I can liken it to the guard, the guidance system that's in your uh, vehicle. And so it says, here's where I am now. That's what you do when you um, uh, start to go on a journey in your car. And I think, by the way, that finding your passion and purpose in life is a journey. I think I believe it and speak about it often as your soul's journey. So just like in your vehicle, you start out, here's where I am now. And then as you begin to go into the imagination process and talk about, and I say talk because you, if you say it out loud, it has more power. Um, as you begin to talk about where you want to go, what would be ideal? If I could have anything that I wanted, what would that be? And to be unlimited about it. And then you're, you'll begin to feel that flood of neurochemicals come into your body. And you will begin to uh, get that sense and felt sense and also uh, the, the whole look of lights on. And is this where people start having power to be able to say yes or no to some of the choices in the life? Is that part of your process of them recognizing those well, physiological changes, and then being able to make their choice and speak their choices. Yes, it is. And that life is a series of choice points. Um, and about some of them are very big, and some of them are smaller, and they're all important. So being able to say no, what to say yes to, and what to say no to, is so such a wonderful skill to have. Um, you know, you, you, 
you think about if you if you can't read your body's energy or the directional signals of that internal guidance of your light, then what happens is you're in confusion and people swirl uh, in uh, in the energy of not being able to make a choice. But so yes, it is very very helpful and uh, nourishing. I feel when when you be can say to yourself, wait a minute, let me really take a pause here. Let me take a pause to reflect and see what really lights me up. And some things, by the way, are just neutral. Like if, if you thought of a scale, Lynn, or your listeners did, of a scale to one to 10 and one uh, being very drained and lights off about something, five being neutral and 10 being yes, that is Really, really a choice that I want to say yes to. Um, neutral sometimes is one of the best clues we can ever get. It's usually someone says, well, I'm bored with that. Gosh, I'm not really a one and I'm not really a 10, but I'm kind of waffling in between. Well, that's a great clue because if you're bored with something, you've likely mastered it or completed it. And that's a clue that it's time to move on. And look to something uh, new and different. Well, you know, it's so interesting, Kathy. You mentioned um, sitting in confusion, and I'm not sure confusion is necessarily the same as neutral. Uh, but I know in my own life, when I get to the point of confusion, uh, when I really seriously look at that confusion, I'm usually not confused. I usually know the choice, but don't want to move and take action to make that choice. And so I'll sit in that uh, kind of grayish area of I'm confused. I don't want to, I don't know what to do. And that's really, um, really not the place that I really am at, but it's a resting point until I get the courage to uh, take a step in the direction that I need to go. Yes. What you just said, that grayish area um, of confusion and on in one of Clarity's tools, we have what we call a choice point guide. And uh, one of the areas is gray and foggy. And that is very much like the neutral five. It's just, um, and and as you said, uh, Lynn, it's an excellent resting place, a, a place to really pause and um, be reflective and contemplative about what would really light me up? And that is a fair question to ask. It's a great question. Although, you know, we use it in coaching a lot. I think everybody listening should use it and just say, what lights me up? Because your body will answer. Serotonin releases with that pleasure answer. And that's, by the way, to link back to what you said before, it is what causes the reflection in our forehead that um, is often called the third eye um, or the, you know, what mystics have called it, the third eye for a long time. And it's like a reflection of an outward reflection of your inner light being your, uh, when your soul lights up. Well, you know, I resonate so much with your work, Kathy, because that's how I see the world of vision inner and outer world does your inner vision you know match what's going on in your outer world as well as well so um, I think a lot of times 
we're speaking the same language using different words, which is uh, really interesting, especially when you can get the physiological measurements, you know, the document yes. different, different ways of being. Yes, uh, I know. I, I, uh, I remember when I first met you and I thought, oh, this is a soul sister. We're looking for the same, helping people look for the same, um, uh, you know, markers for them so that they can make choices. And, you know, people get so paralyzed at choice points and they, they sometimes will spend years um, in that place, in that swirl. I really, I think of it like on a river, like a swirl, um, a whirlpool. And they can spend time just going around and around and around about choices. And some of them are very hard and, and cause disruption. Um, certainly um, making a big, a big new and different choice is, can be very, very uh, disruptive to what's happening. And so, so there's a good, uh, uh, a really good strategy to sit tight until you but at, while asking, not just get stuck, but um, while asking what lights me up, what lights me up until you get a really good body answer that matches uh, the idea. Could you take this, you know, down to real people as well? Give a case, case example of, you know, somebody that you've worked with that especially swirls. And I know some very close friends and family that are really in the choice point of swirling, you know, round and round, afraid to make the choice. And what do I do next? And can you share, you know, a story or two about some of the people you've worked with in that place? Sure. Uh, well, let me start with an individual and then we can go to then an individual who is, uh, has a, 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 owns a business or is a, is in a work environment that they want to change. So uh, a great example is uh, uh, coaching with a client whose secret dream um, is, was, I'm going to say it's in the past because they've manifested it, um, <clears throat> but was to become a musician and, uh, and, it, and, and had loved music and studied it for a long time, but her job, her work was... Um, being an analyst for um, what, so like underwater cable that carries information like our phone lines and things like that. She was an analyst for a company that her father happened to own. And it was intrinsic to his business that she stay there. And the longer and longer that she stayed in it, the more drained and further away from her music she got. And when I met her, it became very clear that the next stage in her life's journey was to go into music. So then there had to be the difficult conversation. It was like, well, how, how am I going to tell my dad? How am I going to do this in a way that, um, that uh, doesn't hurt anybody? And so that's what we developed in a coaching strategy was how she could talk to him about that. And, and so in her courage to do that, as you might imagine, um, her dad was like, I had no idea, you know, that this was really what you really want to do the next 
step of your journey. So by being clear and being honest and being kind about delivering a message, she was able to make the jump from being a data analyst to being the musician, and she actually is quite successful now. Um, and wow, what a difference in her life. And of course, uh, you know, her dad's business was fine because, you know, she helped replace herself as, uh, you know, she didn't just cut and run. Um, so, uh, and, and then that now I'm thinking as we talk about it, about a business, um, as a matter of fact, right now I'm helping a company downsize, um, <clears throat> or, uh, so 22 years ago, I coached this person to form uh, his commercial real estate company, which happened to be the first green or lead certified company in the uh, state of Utah. And uh, he's done that for 22 years. He's been very successful, very happy, very happy in the choices that he's made. And he's just reached the point where he decided that he's ready to uh to sell, to actually downsize and do something new and different. And um, I've been helping him now coach as he gets his team rehired in other, uh, to other professionals and begin the process of uh, moving now into his, the next phase of his life's journey. And it's about a, a fair thing for everybody listening is, it it it, does, it takes a good six months or so to really work through big change. That's normal. Actually, physiologically, it's ninety to one hundred and twenty days. Or I'm going to oh, say interesting. new habit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So very very something to expect. Yeah, those are, are great stories, and I I think especially through this pandemic, many people have had to really reevaluate their lives. They either lost jobs or their home and doing something different. And and I know that's the top of a conversation of a lot of my friends and people who are not really ready to retire, but certainly ready to stop doing the kind of work that they're doing. And it's just been an interesting for me to watch people. Many of us stay stuck for a while. Many of us, I know so many people that, you know, have been in very either high tech or legal or very complicated kinds of fields that have turned to the arts, you know, whether they're artists or music or massage therapists and to see this huge shift in people. And they look different when you talk to them. I mean, their whole body, the stress, it's like, oh, that stressor has fallen off their body and they just look like um, different people. So Kathy, we're going to take a break here for a minute. And when we come back, I really um, would like to talk more about this uh, attention and choice point guide. Uh, we really need a picture, so so I'm, you know, we'll visualize that guide because it's so useful for me and for the people in my office. So hang on, we'll take a break and be right back. Dr. Lynn will be right back after this. Can your child see, really see, more than 2020? 
Does your child struggle in school, have trouble with tracking when reading, or resist writing? Dr. Lynn Hellerstein's award-winning book, See It, Say It, Do It, provides parents and teachers with specific tools and strategies in visualization and processing. Improve and empower your child's learning and performance in school, sports, and play. Get See It, Say It, Do It on Amazon or visit lynnhellerstein.com. Developmental optometrist, award-winning author, and international speaker, Dr. Lynn Hellerstein holds powerful and inspiring conversations with her guests on Vision Beyond Sight in areas of healthcare, wellness, education, sports, and psychology. They share their inspirational stories of healing and life transformation through their vision expansion. Vision Beyond Sight will help you find clarity in your functional vision and expand the power of your seeing brain to gain courage, confidence, and success in your life. Join Dr. Lynn each week for a new exciting episode, Vision Beyond Sight. Dr. Lynn Hellerstein's book, 50 Tips to Improve Your Sports Performance, has identified the top 50 ways for you to achieve excellent results in any sport activity, enhance eye-mind-body coordination skills, achieve the mental edge, prevent injuries. This book belongs in every athlete's or coach's sports bag. Get 50 tips to improve your sports performance on Amazon or visit lynnhellerstein.com. Welcome back to Vision Beyond Sight. Here's Dr. Lynn. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. And today we're here with Kathy Hawk, who's an executive coach um, that I've had the true pleasure and honor of working with personally. And I also had uh, her and her husband, Gary, come into my office and work with our office as a whole. And one of the most valuable tools that I found that I still use, and this is years later, is um, it's a beautiful card that they've created called the Clarity. That's the name of their business, Clarity, Attention, and Choice Point Guide. And it's really based on a lot of energetic languaging, which I'll have Kathy explain that. Um, And I have a picture of this actually at every place that I sit down at my computer desk. It was at my office. It's in my home office. Sometimes I keep a copy of it on my bed. And I'll I'll explain why and how they do that in just a second. But Kathy, why don't you explain a little bit more about the guide, how you developed it and how you use it? Yes. Uh, The guide uh, is a series of pairs of words that were measured energetically for the uh, the vibrational frequency of, of them. So let me make this simple. Some, a light positive thought um, as the sound and carries through your body creates a, uh, I call it 
uh, high, fast, and clear. It's very, very clear when you say a word. The ones that the opposite ones, which we call under the line, there's a, a line there that divides these pairs of words. And under the line is low, slow, and dense. And it's very heavy. And that, that's what it feels like. Let's go back to what it feels like uh, in our bodies. When, when you talk of, from a place of fear or uncertainty or confusion, um, it, it just it has a very different sound and feel in your body. So when you can, can switch your thoughts, and actually the process that we call that is called shifting, um, when you shift to a, a word, one of the words pairs um, that's on the guide, and there are um, uh, 56 of them, so it gives you lots of choices. Um, you can choose more positive ones, and the more positive it is, the more your body lightens up, the more effective you are, and um, and things move more quickly. So rather you- than, let me give an example. Oh, okay, go there. Yeah, please give the example. Go ahead. Well, so rather than talking about I'm so exhausted, oh my gosh, I'm just like so tired and um, I, I I don't know, I'm just stuck in this and I'm angry at this person and it's all their fault that I got into that place. So that would be what we call an under the line, uh, a negative conversation. But what if you said it differently and said, that, you know, I may feel some uh, uh, tiredness in my body. However, I'm choosing to focus on the things that excite me. And I know it's not about other people. I know in my, that, that my uh, how I'm feeling in this situation, if I can just appreciate the differences in people and I can learn to work kindly with them, that I'll have a different outcome. Now, I used what were above-the-line words when I constructed that second sentence. I used enthusiasm. I used kindness. I used appreciation. Those are all words that are have a higher light frequency. And I know that you can hear the difference. You can hear the difference of people that, you know, I think there's, uh, let's see, what's the good, people say, they say Debbie Downer, and I think that that (laughs) that's the way that people express that um, low low way of talking the negativeness in it, so. And this, Was that a helpful uh, example? Yeah, and these words are really based on research of measuring the energy. I mean, there's actually research of measuring energy of some of this, these words and language. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, so the actual uh, the impact on your body when you speak the words, and because that means you had to stop them first, um, when you speak through positivity, then what happens is you create positivity. So what you think and what you speak is what you create. And as long as we can all remember that, um, you you know, how is it, you know, am I speaking through possibility or am I talking through fear? And those are questions to ask before um, things come out of our mouth. Um, well, and... Yeah. 
Yeah, go. Yeah, and I know personally, and, and this is how I use it personally, when I'm in a, quote, mood or I'm, I'm very fearful or anxious, those are words and feelings that will often come up in my life. And that's where having this chart is so helpful. I look at it and I notice, oh, I'm really below the line. Not make judgment on it, but notice this is where I'm living right now is below uh, the line. And I start checking the chart, really, and seeing what resonates. What's the pair of uh, fears? So for anxiety, for example, enthusiasm. And I can't just take it on without understanding the anxiety, really looking at it, acknowledging it, asking questions about it, and then recreating using some of the words above the line. And that has, you know, at the office when we had your training, Kathy, we used to have these up in almost every room. And when some of the staff would come in with some kind of an issue, before we even addressed the issue, we addressed, where are you at on this chart? Where are you feeling? just for them to acknowledge their emotion, be with it, know where they're at, and then talk about what they could create and take on with whatever word resonates with them as the pair above the line. Um, And where that's carried for me in my own life now, there's a group of five of us that every single morning we have a call and we spend a few minutes just chatting and then we all create our intention for the day. And I hadn't thought about it until right now speaking with you, Kathy, but everybody's intention is created from words above the line. So for example, my intention for today is my way of being is excellence in health, fun, connection, miracles, and loving kindness. And that's how I've created my day to live through those ways of being. And it just sets my day off in a different direction. And, and, you know, if things come tumbling down, um, again, my job is to notice where I'm at, be with it, and then recreate my life again. That is a creating your intention for the day and doing it with others. Wow. What a powerful practice when the, um, uh, yes, and so what you did there is what what clarity says is using these above the line words. You are so each one of us every day is writing the script for our life, and we're writing it with our thoughts and the words we speak, and then our actions. So if you think of the metaphor that life is like a movie, and you're writing the script. You have the director, which is your thoughts, your producer, which is your body, that's that glow that we're talking about, that lighter radiance, and then you have the performance, which we would call your actions from it. So if you can think of that and be conscious and responsible, like you're doing in your daily practice uh, with your group called being part of that, is you are writing a script that will guide you through the day. And, um, you know, when I started Clarity 30 years ago, we didn't have functional MRIs, and the neuroscience had, uh, hadn't even, di- I don't even know if it was a field then, I'm sure it was, um, but we certainly didn't have functional MRIs. And it used to be 
a, a one, uh, like we would say, what came first, you know, the chicken or the egg? Was it my thoughts or was it my behavior? And actually, we know now that it is your thoughts. So functional MRIs have proven that a thought winks in. It looks <clears throat> actually like a light. Um, and that precedes, then the body follows the direction of that. And so it is our thoughts that come first. And that's why, again, that movie metaphor, writing the script for your life. So first of all, what are my thoughts? And using the Clarity Attention Guide, and people can reach out onto my website and uh, can get the guide, you know, if they, if they want it. Um, so you, you would pick your thoughts for the day and let that be your guide. And that's what you're doing. And Lynn, I think that's an excellent practice, your group call. Wow, those five lucky people. A, well, you know, it really day. It is, and it started because one of the group was um, going in for, uh, she had colon cancer. And a few people started calling her daily just to be with her. And, you know, initially it just starts on the gory details of what's happening and all the negative things. Sure. And, and it needs to be shared and discussed. And that was comforting. But then we felt, you know, there's more to life. And, and that's where I think it's really important. Sometimes I used to just think, let's just create positive intentions. And if, if you don't believe it and it doesn't feel true, just saying the word, um, Gratitude, you know, if you don't really embody gratitude, speak gratitude, feel gratitude, it doesn't do anything. And so it's a very multi-sensory, you know, approach to language. And so the goal was, I think what's important is to acknowledge where you're at instead of just trying to start with a positive. I need to acknowledge, boy, I'm really here. Wow, I am really full of anxiety. Hmm, look at that. And, and I actually try to step out of myself and look at the anxiety and go, wow, you're really anxious today. Huh, what's up? And let that sit. But just the acknowledgement opens up the horizon then to create your positive way of being. I mean, that's how it's worked for me. Yes, and um, excellent example about anxiety and how to take a look at it, not judging and I'm uh, you didn't at all. It was just you observed it. So you, you're you observing where you are now, and that's just like exactly like the GPS system in a vehicle. It says, where am I am now? It doesn't judge you. And um, just like you were saying, Lynn, uh, oh, I'm experiencing anxiety now. So that's the, the truth. That's where I am now. And then when you use positivity to create the next step or where do I want to go, you've answered both sides of the question. Where I am now, where do I want to go? And the thoughts that join them, um, we call bridge thoughts. Those are, so you're on a bridge from where you are now to where you want to go. The most positive thing that any of your listeners can do on their bridge is to fill it with positive language and positive thoughts and positive images, by the way, vision, uh, you know, images and all of the other things that will move you across the bridge. 
Yeah, that that makes me remember, you know, in our sessions, you had us actually draw the bridge and bring in all those pieces um, that would take us to the next step. Uh, and, I, and I think, you know, when people say, I want to change, I want to change, there's very few things we really have control of in our lives. And from my perspective, it's our visualizations, our pictures, and and our thoughts. Those are things that we do have the power to make a shift in. And I know when we work with little kids and they're being very negative, you know, when they're struggling in school and they'll say, I'm stupid, I can't read. And they have a whole picture of that in their mind. And when we start talking about their pictures in their head and the things they say, I said, you know, who's in charge of those pictures and thoughts in your minds? And so often the kids will say, my mom, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and the big step is, can we get, help them take accountability for if they're in charge of it, then they can do something about changing those pictures and those thoughts. Mm-hmm. And accountability is an above the line word. It's a high vibrational word. And, um, uh, on the attention and choice point guide, it's a pair. It's the opposite. The one is what you just spoke to. It's the pair is threatening. So do you want the child or any of us to come from thoughts that threaten us to, or do we want them to switch those or shift those thoughts to being accountable and creative, creating a new picture, a new mental picture? So that's yeah. that's a very uh, powerful use, Lynn. Oh, that's Which interesting. I didn't even yeah. see accountability on the, the list, but that's so interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think I think we all have to realize to be careful what comes out of our mouth. I mean, what we say is what we are on the course of creating. And so if we speak Correct. in such ne- negative, bad, you know, it shows what's inside. But, you know, that's what we create. And so the more athletes, and that's why I think the coaching was so, you know, important in athletic performance initially when they, you know, so many athletes are great, but they become, you know, a head case where they don't believe that they're going to win or they'll perform or they'll fall off the beam or whatever. And that's where athletes have really used this type of coaching and and, uh, help in trying to really give their optimal whether it's music or athletic kind of performance. Yes, it's, it is a setting, pre-setting the field with your thoughts. And um, some of the most powerful statements are very simple ones. Um, they're I am statements. You can say, I am strong. I am resilient. I am, or um, I choose is another one. Uh, my my personal reset, uh, when I want to push the reset button very quickly, is I say, I choose peace. And I say that to myself over and over again and to, to like ride over any negative thought pattern that's swirling in my head. So the fact that I use the word I choose lets me and my body and my brain know that I am in charge, that I am, that is something that I can control as I can control the direction of my thoughts, even if I'm in an uncontrollable situation um, that I can't do something about. I can choose how I'm talking to myself. 
Yeah, you just saying that, Kathy, I felt the empowerment of your words. I choose. You made a choice, whatever it may be. And that gives you your power to to make the choice. Yes. Absolutely. That was very moving. Yeah, and you can. You can hear it. There's a, a strength in it. Yes, and I heard that so clearly. That, w- that was really great. Well, Kathy, we only have a couple minutes left. I really want to make sure, um, before we wrap it up, what, what do you really want to say to our listeners and to the world? Uh, what do you want to leave them with? I would leave them with how powerful, so that each one of them is a powerful creator of their own experience and the experience and all the 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 work they do in the world, the people they touch, the um, to be a model to to find their light and model that and hold on to it and be the uh, instead of thinking about but in addition just really be with your actions um, a force in the world for positive change. We need it. We need so much of that right now and. The more of us can just do that in our each one-on-one, uh, the world will be a better place. So that's and I, find your and light I, and live it. Yeah, I love that. You mentioned about helping people spread their light into the world, and gosh, we do need a lot of light from everybody, and that's really beautiful. Well, Kathy, uh, make sure if you let our listeners know how they can contact you and get your books and your courses and all your information. Absolutely. Just go to my website, getclarity.com, and or give me a call. I am one of those uh, um, rare CEOs who will actually pick their own phone up. So uh, 303-328-5531. I love hearing, hearing from people. Well, and all of this information will be on the, the show notes as well. And Kathy, I just want to acknowledge you for um, for your work, your enthusiasm, and, and what you're creating still in your life, um, and just the power. I found your work so deep yet so s- simple to understand, and it was a great entry point into understanding this whole concept of mind, body, thoughts. <clears throat> and how you had the power to change and, and move your life along. And just want to acknowledge you for your really wonderful work, uh, your gentle and kind way of working with people, and um, all the difference you've made in my life and for for many hundreds and thousands of people as well. So a big thank you for all of that. Well, Lynn, thank you for saying that. Back to you. We both are spreading light so we can feel good when we make our morning intentions. That- we're going to be of service. Thank well, that's you, for sure. you also. And thank you. And as I often conclude and say, our vision does not define us. We define our vision. And this is the time of year. Create your life. Say it loudly. Share with others and take action. And thank you so much, uh, Kathy, and my love to Gary. And we'll talk to you again soon.
Thank you for joining us today on Vision Beyond Sight. Join Dr. Lynn Hellerstein each week to help you find clarity in your functional vision and expand the power of your seeing brain to gain courage, confidence, and success in your life. Remember, your vision does not define you. You define your vision. For more information and find additional podcasts, visit lynnhellerstein.com. See you next time on Vision Beyond Sight.